0: here at Anabaptist Financial with Timothy Stahlsfuss and I think you've worked at this area for a while. You've been involved with um, young people, Anabaptist young people, quite a lot over the years. Um, the thing that I was most interested was you did a survey of different Mennonite mm-hmm. youth um, and then released those, those findings at the REACH conference back in 2017. Um, so can you just guide me through, what has your interaction been with conservative Anabaptist people and in what context have you engaged with them?
1: Sure, yes. Um, well, we, uh, my wife and I served as a pastor on the pastoral team at our church for about 17 years, wow. 18 years, and uh, that has given me a vision you know, for, for young people. Previous to that, I also was involved in Christian school administration at a high school level for, um, and, and also as teacher, for about six years. Oh, wow. Okay. So, with those experiences and, and backdrop, you know, I've been, and we have nine children of our own, uh, mm-hmm. Linda and I, that God has blessed us with. So, we are involved in their lives and all the issues they're facing. And, and you're right, about uh, two years ago I did the, the survey with over 600 respondents. Wow, that's on the, uh, From our, a wide swath of our mm-hmm. conservative Anabaptist constituency. And, you know, out of that I really began to, to get a vision for the mm-hmm. issues that our young people are facing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still remember when those responses started rolling in, and I actually got to start you know, reviewing them, mm-hmm. it just gripped my heart, the, the different issues that, that, are, that they're facing. And, you know, Reagan, I remember the one morning when I started uh, reading some of the responses that had come in the previous night, and, and I, I got on my knees and wept uh, before mm-hmm. the Lord, and just the, uh, some of the pain and some of the, the difficulties that they're uh, encountering.
0: So based on your research, what would you say categorizes a young person as Anabaptist or, or Mennonite?
1: Well, Reagan, that's, that's very hard to define, and I don't <laughs> think
0: I have the answer, but we I'll can, just
1: give you my perspective yes, on we can try.
0: On, uh, on
1: that. You know, often we look at the external indicators, you know, the mm-hmm. clothes and, and the culture that we embrace, but, but really um, what makes a person you know, ideologically or theologically a Mennonite mm-hmm. is, or an Anabaptist, is, is much larger than that, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that there's an easy answer for that. I think back to my own experience, when I was about 21, I would see as the moment, the epiphany for me, when mm-hmm. I when I began to really internalize and personalize my Anabaptist faith. I had been born Mm. in an Anabaptist home, been raised that way, but about age 21 is when I began to see my worldview from an Anabaptist perspective. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of young people are are grappling with that. Um, Mm. It comes out in the way they, uh, the things they do, the way they dialogue with their leaders, uh, the books they read, but I, I haven't been able to pin just one thing down. Um, I really believe that the focus that our generation has had, or the, we maybe can call it a neo-anabaptism, uh, that is emerging, I think a lot of young people are, are thinking these issues through. Is this the way I want to live? Uh, what does this mean for my generation? I, I think there's a, mm-hmm. a, a wave that's starting to build and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. They're embracing the tension between our, our ethnicity, our culture, and also uh, wider evangelicalism. So I, I, I think there's a, um, we're on the cusp of, of some, some really powerful uh, next generation things happening in the, in the Anabaptists mm-hmm. in our culture
0: that's really interesting I think that's exciting
1: yeah they're they're actually um, I think they're kind of tired one of the mm. responses that we're going to perhaps talk about a little more is of mm. the um, just the traditionalism mm-hmm. um, the almost legalism as they see it sometimes mm-hmm. and they want a a vibrancy they want something that's alive uh, they're not necessarily trashing or you know Wanting to throw it away, mm-hmm. but they want authenticity. They want something that's that's more authentic
0: and relevant, and and maybe fresh. Is, yes. that, is yes. that yeah? Yes. So, out of the results of this survey, what did you see that? Um, and okay, let me just back up and just say, I think a lot of the people you surveyed were what we would say millennials, Generation yes. Z, that the, yes. that age range. Um, what did you see that they were valuing? And what were they doing well with, especially when it came to their, their Anabaptist faith?
1: Yes. Well, the average age was, I think, 21, 21 and a half, somewhere. Okay. There. So that was um, yeah. definitely uh, that generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, one of the questions I asked was, what do you appreciate about your Anabaptist you know, culture, heritage? Mm-hmm. And it was it was very strong, um, the biblicism that that we have you know the literal interpretation of the bible a non-resistance um, hmm. the culture of brotherhood a community helping each other uh, huh. that was probably the it, that came through stellar you know just the community of um of, of believers
0: and that was across all the different aspects of anabaptist because i'm sure you had a wide range yes of, of representation yes,
1: we there. had um i i had over Twenty, I think, over twenty of our groups, all the way oh, from wow. Amish through, you know, some of the Old Order groups, um, Mid Atlantic, a lot of Beachy, Keystone, a lot of unaffiliated, wow. some of the River Brethren, German Baptists, just a, a wide sampling of,
0: and all, and that still came pretty strong across about all of those.
1: Well, that was uh, I didn't necessarily trace, you know, respondents back to their mm-hmm. the exact constituency group that they uh, affiliate with, but. But the idea of brotherhood, of community, of strong Bible, mm-hmm. um, just a literal interpretation of Scripture, yeah, that was a predominant theme for what they appreciate, you know, about um, mm-hmm. about our our faith. Uh, some of the other uh, aspects that they spoke to were family, you know, the strong family values. Mm-hmm. That was very appreciated, and just the uh, the heritage that, that mm-hmm. they're given, you know, the parents, grandparents who care about them and just a faith tradition you know that would come yeah. with um, with our
0: our culture. So we were looking at what they value what they're doing well at but then what are struggles that you yeah. saw?
1: You know Reagan that that's where you know, as a leader myself as a parent mm-hmm. where my heart really went out I mean I, mm-hmm. I rejoice to see the the strong response for what we're doing well and that's kind of what I would have perhaps expected I think the the areas in which we uh, don't get as good a mark were were some of the struggles that I referred to earlier with mm-hmm. just a a perception that we have we're trying to maintain a tradition a culture mm-hmm. that's not necessarily rooted in scripture mm-hmm. and I think what's happening there is this generation is not seeing the biblical principles which are behind why why we do what we do Um, Mm -hmm. so I I saw that coming out that was predominant you know like just a a questioning about maybe legalism what's perceived as legalism Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know the strong biblicism that we refer to as a strength the flip side of that then could be a an overemphasis maybe on tradition and rules um, maybe yes rules strictness Mm -hmm. yeah they're struggling with that along with that the struggle to see church as culturally uh, relevant Mm, and they they are seeing outsiders as you know those from outside our anabaptist uh, tradition Mm -hmm. as uh, hard to integrate into our church life Mm -hmm. and they struggle with that they they wish it were easier to engage our wider uh, communities Mm -hmm. and so Perhaps one of the areas which my heart bled the most is the struggles they are seeing and having with church disagreements. Times when our church mm. churches have uh, we call them you know church splits. That's that's going uh, hard for them, and mm-hmm. a lot of them are really struggling with that. Um, you could just feel the pain with a church split and the mm-hmm. disagreements and the bickering and the and the fighting. I think we as leaders need to be very very serious about that because when we disagree and don't get along, mm-hmm. it, it really does affect this
0: generation, our children. Hmm. It sounds like a lot of what, what you're saying is centering around church. What about in their personal lives? They were very honest with that as
1: well. A lot of the questions I asked mm-hmm. um, and they could respond to were questions about their personal Habits and you know personal things that they uh, they're struggling with, so yeah, areas of music. I was actually surprised and, and disheartened um, that many of this age group are, are really, I think up to forty percent, were listening to you know secular uh, me- music, mm-hmm. and um, by their own admission, spending too much time online. Uh, one of the questions I asked was about uh, their smartphones or, you know, mm-hmm. online habits. Sure. And by their own admission, I think 60% responded, hey, I spend too much time online.
0: I'll, I'll be admitted. They you know, freely yes. offered that. At, that's and interesting. It was one of the questions they could
1: select. And yeah. That was the highest, uh, <laughs> if I recall. So there's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, in our culture or in, mm-hmm. our, in our modern world, there's just a lot of pressure there you know with yeah. uh, with online um, and social media, so they're aware of that they're mm-hmm. aware of that, and that's good mm-hmm. and I know just aside from that, I talk to young people and i'm so encouraged when I hear them say you know i'm just going to take a fast i 'm going to take a social hey, media fast hey, for a month uh-huh. or two and I hear huh. I talk to young boys you know young fellows and i'm I'm getting instagram i'm erasing it off my my phone i'm not or Facebook, wow. I'm, I'm, you know, you're erasing the app, deleting the app, because I I feel that it's a distraction to me. Mm-hmm. So that's so encouraging to me when I see, I think there's a there's a, a wave of young people that yeah. want to do what's right, and they're realizing that there is a, a bit of mm-hmm. a, um, a struggle here that I, I, I need to just take control <laughs> of my, my
0: personal life. It makes me have a lot more hope for this generation yes. when instead of they're like, wow, it's, it's wasting too much of my yes. life. I could be using this better.
1: I want to reclaim yeah. my time, my life, and they're aware yeah. this is robbing me mm-hmm. of something better. And it's so powerful when they yeah. come to you yeah. know that on their own. You can legislate that or, or try to and you know mm-hmm. prohibit it, but um, it's powerful when they come to that yeah. conclusion on their own. The, one of the other pains that I, I see coming out, which, mm. again, I believe are our young people and our, our leaders are, are addressing mm-hmm. is the area of singleness um, and, and a lot of, I think it was about the second or third most painful thing that, uh, wow. that a lot of them were facing was either rejection in a, in a dating relationship, mm-hmm. a breakup, or um, just fears about, you know, mm-hmm. am I going to be single the rest of my life? Uh, and that was actually one of the, the questions wow. I asked on the survey was, you know, are you content with being single? Mm-hmm. Are you dating? Are you not? And I, you know, put all those statistics together. And that's a big one. A lot of them are struggling with, um, with singleness. And I think the age in which our young people are getting married is, is creeping up a bit. Mm-hmm. So there's some work that we can do there to encourage our, mm-hmm. our young
0: people and give them hope for finding mm-hmm. uh, God's will in marriage. Yeah, it sounds like you have a lot of people who are asking a lot of questions and have a lot of deep hurts mm-hmm. and are genuinely searching for answers yes. and it 's almost like they just need someone to point the way
1: well that 's what i uh, that 's what I gather and that 's where the hope yeah. that I saw through through the uh, through the pain through the the disappointments mm-hmm. and through the sometimes you know honestly disillusionments that they were yeah. having with yeah. our, with our culture. I saw most of them are not wanting to just throw it away. They're wanting to, in fact, one of the questions I asked is, do you intend to remain an Anabaptist? And most strongly agreed with that. The the majority strongly agreed with that statement. Uh So our our young people are intending to remain an Mm -hmm. Anabaptist uh, um, within the Anabaptist faith.
0: So an interesting thing we can look at historically is the Anabaptists tend to just one generation does it this way and then they pass that on and then just keeps getting passed on Mm -hmm. for better or worse. That's kind of how we've Mm -hmm. transmitted our beliefs, our culture. This is just the way we've done it. Obviously from what you've been saying, my generation, the millennials, they see that. Do you see that that's how they're going to continue passing on their beliefs or are they going to kind of kick against that?
1: I think that's the... Big question <laughs> for this next generation. I okay. sometimes tell
0: my boys when we uh,
1: are d- discussing, you know, aspects of, uh, are we going to do this? Are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, how's it going to look? I tell them, you know what? That's the question that your generation and when your uh, your generation is in church leadership, mm-hmm. you're going to have to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. So what I see is, um, yes, there there's this tension with biblical uh, traditions which other generations applications which they made mm-hmm. in their day you know with mm-hmm. uh, with biblical uh, principles in mind and trying to flesh out scripture how do we live but those have have kind of we've kept those applications all the way through and today they're uh, maybe not as mm-hmm. relevant as they were then or they could maybe be we could mm-hmm. do it differently today and, and mm-hmm. actually keep the spirit or the the biblical truth uh, a bit better. So I think our generation, uh, your generation Mm. is really going to have to apply that. But I see that, I think they're willing to do it. I have a lot of optimism that they're not just, uh, um, well here's the tendency. The tendency is to react Mm. and just throw the whole application away Mm -hmm. because it doesn't fit for today, whereas Mm -hmm. I think they need to look through the lens of Scripture. And how is this going, how are we going to apply it, you know, mm-hmm. into our life? Because times have changed. Yeah. And rather than just being riveted to one application, we need to, mm-hmm. to be willing to see, you know, how can we apply this today? Yeah. So it may look different. And we as church leaders need to be, <laughs> need to be probably comfortable with, with some, yeah. some change, but a biblicism that's underlying, mm-hmm. uh, looking mm-hmm. at through the lens of Scripture. Yeah. It's almost like a neo... And a baptism <laughs> that has to emerge. Sure. I think so.
0: Yeah. Sure. And it's not like they're just going, they're just not just, I'm just going to throw it all away. It's like, let's reanalyze yes. what we have. Yes. That's that's yes. very interesting. And why are we yeah. doing
1: this? What's the, mm-hmm. what's the biblical uh, principle and how does it look for me yeah. in my my time? Yeah. I think the young uh, mm-hmm. person in your generation is, see, we're all faced with the question, what culture am I <laughs> going to embrace? And going back to my own experience again, when I was mm-hmm. in college, it was actually my sociology class that helped me become mm-hmm. an, an Anabaptist at heart because the lights just all went on for me. It's like, everyone has culture. Yeah. Everyone, whether you, we're cultural beings. Mm-hmm. So I began to see the subculture, the, the Mennonite and subculture that I was mm-hmm. raised in, in a totally different light. Mm. Now, Anabaptism is much more than just you know primarily cultural mm-hmm. but sure. but that 's inescapable and it that was the moment uh, for me when i when I really began valuing the biblical um, traditions and faith practices that were mm. that were uh, in anabaptism and so I think in this generation and your generation um, There'll have to be some more of that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it may look a little different. But the yeah. biblical principles of why, what was Christ teaching, what does it mean to be an Anabaptist? Mm-hmm. I think they'll be the same.
0: Yeah, the the principles don't change. Right. Yeah, yes. the culture kind of ebbs and flows. Yeah. Some. Yeah, that and that's and that's important that our generation understands that and is okay with trying to. to understand the differences there.
1: But what are we going to do with the distinctive markers? Yeah, yeah. I think those are the sticklers. The distinctive markers often dress or outward. Mm -hmm. I'm not proposing that they... I don't think your generation is proposing they just all be thrown away, Mm -hmm. but they're wrestling with that. How does that... What are we going to do with this? Mm. Is that really what makes this anabaptist? I'm yeah. excited because you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a wave of, of young people who are really spiritually mm-hmm. alive and they want mm-hmm. vibrancy, they want authenticity. They're crying out for um, um, just, they're, they're reacting to maybe some deadness that they see mm. and just a traditionalism yeah. that's, that's maybe just... A, a, a drumming and a harping on, mm. on these externals, and they're saying, no, no, there's more to it than that, you know, let's mm-hmm. do it for love of Jesus, or, you know, <laughs> there, there's just a, a crying for yeah. uh, for that oh, that's uh, renewal. If you couple that with, with um, a young person who's not reactionary, mm. but, but visionary, I think, I think we can...
0: That's uh, a pretty good recipe right I there. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So you're not a, um, uh, a doom and gloom person not when bad. you look at this?
1: I don't think Anabaptism is dying out I don't think uh-huh. I don't think it's um conservative anabaptism mm. I think it's alive and well It's mm. there's a lot of things to wrestle with, but I believe that that we have a generation who will maybe just grasp um and apply the you know scriptural truths in a new way mm. which um May look a bit different, but I, I'm very excited about it. Now, what your generation wants, Reagan, mm-hmm. is you want relationships. Mm. You want authenticity, and I think we're, we're leaders and parents have failed often is in offering that and just that um, mm-hmm. that relationship. One of the cries which came just bleeding through and through in these responses was was. Um, when failures in relationships, especially with fathers if there any fathers listening? Yeah. It's just appealed to you. I think when I asked the question what was the most painful thing that ever happened to you, I, I believe the top was, was death, a death of a loved one or you know, separation through death, mm. but the second was fathers, just alienation wow. with dads and, and um, dad's being unfaithful walking off being uninvolved passive Mm -hmm. we've got to do better Mm -hmm. and then leaders church leaders as well you know there's a I think a lot of church leaders are engaging their young people but there's Mm -hmm. there's really um, that's what you want you want engagement um, relationship Mm -hmm. and um, not just you know on a human level but also you know with with God yeah and yeah. it's exciting yeah it's exciting I get so excited when I see young people <laughs> who who are making these decisions and wow. I just like wow let them go you know they're they're um, mm-hmm. they're gonna go far hmm mm-hmm. yeah. I'm proud to see them I'm very pleased to, uh, with uh, this the, the decisions they're making um, personal decisions I see young mm-hmm. young um, people who are taking their their uh, Christian life very seriously, studying mm-hmm. the Bible, personal disciplines, and prayer, and you know, and, and fasting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and um, it's very powerful, very yeah. encouraged.
0: So, just kind of following up with with what you just said there. What would you say to mm-hmm. a conservative Anabaptist young person who might be listening to this interview?
1: Engage, engage your your pastors, your parents. Uh, don't withdraw. I th- I believe one of the natural tendencies for anyone who is hurt mm. or uh, goes through pain is to disengage and, mm-hmm. and, and withdraw. So I would just uh, plead with you to, to speak to your parents, speak to your mm-hmm. leaders. Uh, let them know what's going on in your life. Uh, let them know the issues you're facing. Be open. And I think um, most parents want to hear and help most leaders want to hear and help so rather than disengaging and becoming embittered through Mm -hmm. the hurt and the pain engage and and dialogue and uh, resolve Mm -hmm. it you know through in in that manner the other thing I would really encourage uh, our young your generation to do is to not react you know we were talking about the traditionalism and maybe Mm the um, the struggle with some of the rules and, and, and so forth mm-hmm. and church standards and practices. I would encourage um, young people to not uh, react um, to those things and just throw mm-hmm. everything away. If they see something that, well, what relevance does this have to today, you know, and I just don't understand it, I don't see it. And often the tendency is, well, hey, if that's, if that's anabaptism, I'm done, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm finished. You know, that's yeah. not even, that doesn't even make sense. But um, be willing to see things from... See, we need each other. Your mm-hmm. generation, we need you. We need the vision that you have and the, mm-hmm. the vibrancy that you have. We need the um, just the zeal, the energy. Mm-hmm. We, we need that. The church mm-hmm. needs that. So, um, But then you need the balance of, of wisdom and experience. Mm-hmm. So we, we need each other. And, and I think for a young person to just not throw everything away mm-hmm. because they're not they don't feel they're being heard or it's not applicable or they don't understand. Yeah, uh, no. Just be willing to engage and, and, and dialogue. I remember hearing this story of a a young person who I think it was a son of a church leader who he saw the they were going through some church disagreements. And as I said mm-hmm. before, church disagreements affect your generation, our children, mm-hmm. very, very um, closely. It affects them very deeply. And I remember hearing the story of this young fellow who saw these bickerings, you know, maybe open disputes, you know, in church. And he said, uh, you know, if if this is Christianity, I'm done. And he actually walked away. He, as far as I know, he's not even a Christian. He walked away from from his faith. Mm-hmm. Now, see, to me, that's tragic. First of all, that he mm-hmm. had to react in that way. We we must do better than that. We need to have our dialogues in a in a in a Christian manner, so that our children don't you know struggle in that way. Yeah. But see, that's that's not. Don't react in that way. The merits of biblical, um, you know, right living or in a biblical uh, uh, biblicism doesn't rise and fall on one individual or one, even one church. Mm-hmm. You know, it, just because there's a failure here, you can't just throw everything out. You have to mm-hmm. look at it on the merits of what is actual truth, what is what is biblical. And, and so when there's a failure and especially in relationships, boy, it just clouds everything. You mm-hmm. just, you know, that's what I'm playing with you. Don't overreact to that, to where you you just want to toss it all away. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I just really am um, excited how uh, your, your generation, uh, Reagan, is, is taking the stresses of technology and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, online mm-hmm. habits and, and trying to, to bring balance. I think that's very needed. Uh, one of the, one of the uh, questions I'd ask as well were about being, having purpose, well, mm-hmm. asking if there's purpose. And, and a large number of respondents felt they didn't have purpose. They were looking for purpose and looking for meaning. And, and I I personally believe that an overemphasis on, on social media and on the um, a virtual presence mm-hmm. can destroy or it tends to erode that. It can bring discontentment, dissatisfaction. So I would plea with a young person who f- is feeling aimless and without purpose mm-hmm. just get into relationships you know maybe you know Mm -hmm. get off get off your phone and just actually we're made to have to dialogue with people and actual Mm -hmm. um, and there's a place for you know um, for connections you know online connections certainly Mm -hmm. and we live in an age when we can have that it's wonderful let's use it but let's not let it replace an actual yeah, You know authentic you know face to face communication I think that's what we 're made for, and that 's what we really want so we live in an age of a lot of connected uh, connections mm-hmm. uh, electronically, mm-hmm. but I think we are it 's getting thinner and thinner, it might be getting wider and wider <laughs> it's getting thinner and thinner, whereas a yeah. few close connections can actually give meaning and purpose, which that big online presence may may actually erode and take mm-hmm. away so i 'm encouraging you to <laughs> yeah. uh, your generation to um, dig
0: in and and do the hard work of uh, engaging people you know, relationally so maybe someone listening to this podcast should should turn it off now and go have a face-to-face <laughs> conversation with someone about these things i think that would be good
1: but, and if this spawns some yeah. some ideas i'm really struggling with this or this yeah talk to your church leader talk yeah, to yeah, your and yeah. you know, don't be afraid to you know yeah. be open about dialoguing about the struggles that you're going mm-hmm. through what does my faith mean what's it, what does it look like and and why you know you know Ask your parents, why do we do this? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the um, that's one of the joys of being a parent is to help our young people understand why we do what we do. Yeah, And that to yeah. me is
0: exciting. Well, thanks for sharing and especially for your hard work in developing this research. Um, I think People might be interested in knowing this. This is all up on, on your website, correct? All the results of this survey. Right. Um, so, TimothyStalspoos.com, I it believe. Is. Yeah, that's correct. Wonderful. So, if people want to look into this more, I think, especially pastors, church leaders, um, it could be really helpful to, to dive into the material you've, you've developed.
1: Uh, yeah, I have the yeah. PowerPoint uh, presentation. Oh, good. Along with the, um, the whole survey results, and mm-hmm. I did some. You know, charts and graphs and so forth tried to yeah. pictorially represent mm-hmm. you know, all the data. Yeah. And so um, I would also say if there's someone that really wants to analyze it further um, feel free to email me. You can get my email or contact mm-hmm. there as well and I can give you some more of the results if yeah. you want to analyze. Well thanks
0: so much. Thanks for your time and for sharing this. I think this will be helpful to a lot of people. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. God bless. For more information about Anabaptist Perspectives, to read our blog, to donate, and to see videos of the conversations you hear on this podcast, visit anabaptistperspectives.org. We'd love to hear from our audience, so leave your feedback in the comments for this podcast or send us a message through our Facebook page. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Anabaptist Perspectives.